Hello, everyone, and welcome to Life is a Story. My name is Taylor. I'm sitting here with JT. Hi. <laughs> um, and today, uh, he's going to tell us a story about a time where he just decided to start his life over and move to a different state. And he's going to tell us what that was like and what he took away from it. Basically, two and a half years ago, I got an offer. There were two offers, actually. Um, one of which was to become a New York State court officer and start the training program with them. I tested high. They, they wanted me to come and start training with them. And then the other one was uh, an offer for the IRS, and that was up in Massachusetts. I was living uh, back and forth from Connecticut and New York at the time. And I decided to make the jump to go federal. Because, you know, federal, you know, state can go bankrupt. I don't see the federal government going bankrupt any time soon. <laughs> no. <laughs> so. They know how to make make sure that that doesn't happen. Exactly. So I decided, uh, especially since, you know, my cousin had already uh, been working with them. I, I, I could do the, the hard reset on life and basically start all over, you know. And that's that's really what it was. Starting from scratch in a new town, new job, new state, new state. and I, I, I honestly did it because I, I knew, uh, I knew it was a, a very good opportunity. Um, at the time, it felt like uh, the the best thing for me. What was your life like before that? Was this, was it something that you didn't want to be a part of? Well, I, I'll tell you this much. I, I never saw myself writing a desk for Uncle Sam. You know, even right. even uh, this, the court officer thing, uh, I, I felt like I'd be like a pseudo pig, you know, like that. That was also a major turnoff. Yeah, because like you're not probably one to be a narc. Yeah. I'm guessing so like being like being a professional narc and getting paid for it probably would have bothered you. Yeah. So I, def- would, I definitely wouldn't have been happy there. Yeah. I feel that. And I, I, I wasn't happy uh, working my current job in the city because, I mean, I was working multiple jobs. There was at one point when I was working in New York where I had three jobs at once. Mm. I was uh, working with my, my dad in his uh, real estate office, working at GameStop as a uh, third key, and then working as a uh, maintenance man in the MetLife building above uh, Grand Central Station. So, you know, I'm, I'm no stranger to the hustle, you know. I, I didn't have any time to myself, but I did have money, you know, which yeah. in the city that can buy a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I found myself uh, realizing that the city is, uh, it's, it's not all it's chalked up to be, you know, mm-hmm. especially living there my whole life and everything. So I, I decided a change of scenery would be good. And, you know, striking out on my own for once, you know, because I'd never left home until then. I was 22 at the time. And, you know, it was a really profound experience because, like I said, in in the beginning, I was basically homeless, you know. Like, I was living out of hotels. I mean, not as, you know, homeless as living under an underpass, but I, I didn't have a place to stay that I could call my own. Yeah. Occasionally, I would come down uh, back home to stay a weekend, you know. But after the first month, we did find an apartment, me and my cousin together. And um, 
I had basically indentured myself to him uh, in those hotel bills alone for the first month. So for the first year that I was out there, I owed him a little over a G. And this is when <laughs> I always knew he was a, a bit eccentric. Uh-huh. But um, after living with him for a year, his eccentricities um, became a little too much to bear, you know, yeah. w- without going into too much detail. <laughs> The guy wasn't playing with a full deck, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I think I can chalk that up to a little bit of senility since he was getting up there in years as well. Mm-hmm. But um, he was basically kind of angling for me to be his uh, his homemade, you know, in the long run. And me, I'm, I'm like 24 at the time. I'm like... <laughs> Not ready for that. Yeah, hell no. So, eventually, I moved um, out on my own into Lowell, Massachusetts. I ended up telling him, making the mistake of telling him where I was moving. And within the same weekend, he found an apartment like 10 minutes away from mine. Wow. And followed me from New Hampshire. That's kind of, I don't know if creepy, is it creepy? I mean, I mean, I, he was pretty close to you, so I don't really know. But it's just some, yeah. It, it, like he knew that I was trying to get away from him, and he <laughs> he he like f- kind of forced himself even closer. Yeah, yeah. You know. Not on my watch. But yeah, I mean, regardless, I I do think it was a a great experience because, like I said, I'd never gone out on my own before. If, if you don't have the, the the courage, hmm. you know, to 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 want to start all over, not want to start all over, but to take that plunge, yeah. you know, and start all over uh, for the sake of a good opportunity. Um, I think that it's something that you should definitely reconsider and think about, you know, if it's in your power, because honestly, all you really need is one good friend. And I was hmm. fortunate enough to to go out there and make, you know, a couple, you know, it's unfortunate now with the, you know, the COVID and everything, I can't see them, but friends will get you through hell and back for sure. Yeah. I, um, I can't say I've ever been in your shoes. I, uh, I've lived in the same state my whole life and almost the same County. Um, but yeah, oftentimes I've thought about just like, cause I don't really have anything. I don't have like that much responsibility. I work at a pizza place and I've always worked at places sim- like a like grocery store, casino. Uh they're not really uh places that are like necessarily career type jobs. So, I've always thought about like what if I just like got up and went to a different state? Like it wouldn't be that big of a deal because like I just have probably the same opportunities, maybe more. I went to a certain place, but I've just never done it because, yeah, I've just never had the courage. Like, you get so comfortable sitting, being in the place that you already are, like Connecticut. Like, I know Connecticut. I know the people. I don't I don't know that many people in Connecticut. I know the people people that I know, but, like, you know, you're just, I'm just familiar with it. Like, I, like I, I get, like, the type of people that are from Connecticut because I went to Yukon. Yeah. I know the roads 
probably I like know all the towns almost. It's, There's not that many it's towns convenient, here. Convenient because you, you yeah you know every 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 you know mm-hmm. hot spot to go to. Yeah, you know, and and the shortcuts to get there. Exactly, know? and probably for most of the state, I know because like, Connecticut's so small compared to so like I know like like how to like you could tell me how to get almost anywhere you could ask me to get drive like almost anywhere in the state and i'd know how to get there and probably the fastest way um it's just like you lose that if you if i decided i wanted to move to like texas randomly random state i wouldn't have that anymore i'd have to like everything would be so unfamiliar i'd have to learn the roads i'd have to learn the people i'd have to learn the culture i'd have to and yeah man like i didn't i didn't know that you know, you guys dipped your pizza and ranch out here. Um, like that I'm, was a new thing for me. <laughs> I'm aware that that happens. I don't. Uh, I don't do that. I. Th- it's I especially guess I don't. Popular I'm not going to say that it's weird because yeah, a lot of people do it, and God forbid I like. I'd offend some people if I said dipping pe- pizza and ranch were <laughs> weird, being from where I am. But, <laughs> but yeah, I don't do that. Um, if anything, I, I don't. I would prefer to dip it in buffalo sauce or something. But um, that was definitely like one of my first culture shock moments out here. It was like, no, but no, because like people dip everything in ranch. Like I know I've met people that like just will just like carry a bottle of ranch around just to dip things in it, and it's <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna. It's weird. I think it's weird. I'm not certainly not gonna not gonna say it's a bad thing. You know, you everyone can do themselves. I mean, it's a, I I totally understand your your comfort level and and not wanting to you know break out of that. Yeah. But I'm I'm kind of a different beast in that. Like I I recognize within the two year two and a half years that I've been there. It, although the money is good, it, it's a kind of a trap in that the the work environment. Uh, at least in the IRS and and where I work, you know, with just paper, not dealing with the phones. So I'm going to talk to people <laughs> over the phone. Most I got to deal with yeah. people is through mail. Uh-huh. But it it, it fosters um, complacency and, and stagnation, you know, and mm-hmm. that's not especially at, at at 25. You know, I don't want to feel like I'm already in a rut, you know. Yeah. And that's kind of what what pushed me to, you know, pursue my my dream of of getting into to voiceover. You know, it's I I just if I don't do it now, what am I going to wait until I'm I'm 40 and have a pension plan? Like that's what, you know, some of my relatives said. You're crazy to let go of this job and then go chase some wild dream. And it's just like, no. Mm-hmm. I would rather struggle and be happy than yeah. coast. And be miserable. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, you know. A lot of people are okay with coasting just because, you know, they they get to continue to consume, you know. Mm-hmm. And they, they get to collect that paycheck, you know. And it's just, it's it's not really about a paycheck for me. It's, it's more about just figuring out happiness in life, you know. Yeah. The, and, you know, the pursuit of it. Did, um... Did moving to Massachusetts help you understand that? Um, I don't think it was it was moving. I I think it was just working federally. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was the work environment. The the move definitely did broaden my horizons though in that like I'd never been to Boston before. Mm-hmm. I I had never 
I've never even explored northern Connecticut. Really? You know? Yeah. So, like, being, you know, driving through, you know, Hartford every weekend to come back home and stuff like that. That was, that was great. Yeah. You know, like I said, broadening the, the horizons. Um, I'm sorry. <clears throat> it, it broadened my horizons. Uh, and uh, I'm sorry, I kind of lost my train of thought here. <laughs> I'm sorry, you'll edit it, edit it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, I haven't heard that many people call Hartford great. Um, it, but it honestly, is. It was one of the, the parts of the drive that I'd look forward to, you know. It does. It is a nice skyline, I guess. Not like it's not that big, but it's it's a small skyline, but it's it's a good one, I think, if, especially yeah. if you're looking at downtown. Um, Definitely better than Worcester, you know. Worcester, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll, yeah, I'll give Hartford that. At, um, yeah, I've somebody like I like to travel, um, but yeah, I don't think. I don't know how easy it would be for me to like move somewhere out of Connecticut, but um, like I've been to Montreal, I've been to Philadelphia, I've been to Washington D.C., um, Columbus, uh, Orlando. I've been probably all over the the east, eastern seaboard, like all the states. Yeah, except maybe Vermont, Rhode Island. Vermont is a really nice state to drive through. Um, there are so many trees. Yeah, it's, um, it's all really trees. pretty, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, I don't know if I've really ever, like, been to Vermont for, oh, I went to go hiking in Vermont one time. Um, but other than that, like, I drove through Von- Vermont to get to Montreal, uh, which I was only in Montreal for, like, a day, and I just ate poutine. That's all I did. Nice. Was, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I didn't do anything else. Um, but, uh, uh and I, I really just went to Montreal just because I, I was like, I have a passport, and I've never used it, so just day week it was more of a weekend trip it was five and a half hours from here and then um but yeah i drove through vermont there and back there it was during the day back it was at night and it's uh it's a really beautiful state um just driving through because you could you you do have like some mountains you go up and it's all trees it's that that is what vermont there's a fun fact i think i read i don't remember where i read this but it was it was a long time ago when i was a kid uh, so it might be, it, this might not be the case now, but it might still be, but there are no billboards in the state of Vermont. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, is that like intentional? Is that like yeah. a, a legal thing? Yeah. It's intentional because they don't want it to distract from the scenery of oh, wow. the forestry, whatever the trees. That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, if you go there, you're not gonna be you're not gonna be distracted by one of those. It'll just be trees. Um, at least that was the case when I read that stat back in like 2005 or whatever. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, no, Vermont's gone all, all commercialized now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no more trees, just billboards. <laughs> just yeah, that's what they cut the trees down for. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the Amazon. But yeah, they should just replace the whole Amazon with billboards. I, I, I'm I feel, just kidding. I don't actually believe that was a joke. <laughs> yeah, but I, I I feel like you know if if the opportunity ever does hit you, you know to to be able to to start over, you know it might not be with the most ideal job, but you know something that puts you in a position for you to pursue your livelihood, your passion, you know yeah. your, your dream. To I, be- I think it, it's it's definitely worthwhile. Yeah, I feel you. To be honest with you, like me personally, I'm still trying to figure out what that is. 
I very much enjoy the podcast thing. It's really hard for me to find a passion. I would say this is this is the thing I found the most passion in is this what I'm doing. But I always stick, wonder if there's something that would make me more happy. Really? Or, yeah. I mean, uh, there's always going to be that sense of more, you know. Yeah. Like, you could always be a little bit more happy. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, if you found something that, you, you know, like the, the podcast, that, you know, it's it's something that brings you joy and, and something that you enjoy, you know, doing, mm-hmm. like, stick with it. Don't don't let it go because there's there's very few things that, like, genuinely can do that for people yeah you know and i i know i'm one of those people and i, I like I'm, I'm glad that i had that experience because now i'm comfortable with doing that for my dream you know completely starting over somewhere else you know yeah. I'm, I'm considering doing that myself right now hopefully uh getting back to new york maybe mm-hmm. I, i'm trying to uh to you know get some uh, on-air work possibly in woodstock new york I'd have to relocate and start over again, but because I have already, you know, done it, you know, it's it's something that n- not only am I comfortable with, but kind of looking forward to, you know, because yeah. it, it, it just so much newness is involved when you do something like that, you know, like everything, like the drive, you know, the food around you, the people, the culture, you know. It's just, um, I think it's 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 a really healthy move for sure. Yeah, mentally, anyways. I think that's a that's a pretty cool method of thought to have the 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 openness to a new environment. Like if I were to travel, I know that I would want to sample other environments. I don't know if I would ever find one that I'd be like, this is this is it, this is where maybe. You never know. I get maybe maybe that would be a, another plus to traveling is because you know like you never know like if when you're born in a certain spot but you don't yeah you don't know if that's the place that you would have chosen to live if you were you don't know if that's really the place that's meant for you to be. I remember uh, back my freshman year of college, I read this like I, I don't know if you would call it like a short story. It was like a we'll call it a short memoir, I guess, because it was about. It was a story about the author that was writing it. And he talked about how he was traveling the world. And his motive for traveling the world was that he wanted to find a place to call home. I guess he didn't really uh, feel that the place he grew up with was the most homey place that he that, that, that the world had to offer. So he just traveled around and tried to find a place that he could call home that he felt comfortable with. And I guess in the end, he ended up, he ended up settling on like New Mexico and he like, he made, I think friends with a lot of the native. Was he like a frontiersman? Frontiersman. Like he was one of the pioneers. Um, manifest destiny and all that. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, that's about as much as I know about him. I don't really remember a lot about who he was, but I just remember that. About this was just like seven years ago. I read this. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I remember he settled on New Mexico and made friends with like Native Americans and stuff like that. And like that was that. That's what he felt was home to him. I mean, I I, I like that idea of of a search for home. But at the same time, I I also feel like home is where you make it. You know. Mm-hmm. Like I I feel like um anywhere could be home so long as you can make it that way. 
you know? Yeah. Well, it kind of has to have, like, a feel to it. Like, for example, like, well, my girlfriend, she says that, like, my apartment feels more like home than the places that she's stayed in the past. To quote Sandy Cheeks from SpongeBob, home is a place where you're surrounded by people that care about you. Yeah, that's cute. (laughs) Yeah. There are a lot of, I guess there's a lot of factors that make something feel like home. I guess it maybe it's just friendship, love, and stability. Yeah, it sounds like a recipe for it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I also think... Maybe a bit of familiarity, too, but... Yeah, definitely. Familiarity is in there, for sure. Yeah. But I, I, I also think that... I don't know. I, I'm very um, modest in my needs. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I live in excess, just like any other American. <laughs> yeah. But I, I do understand how much I don't need it, you know, and how, how much of a, almost a, a slave to my own devices I've become because, you know, now whenever I move, I'm beholden to my possessions and how I can move them with me, you know? Yeah. So I feel like um, if I, 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 if, if I've given the opportunity, like I said, I would do some like self-sustaining island or something like maybe even like a, a log cabin, you know? Mm-hmm. Or even a, a cave, if I could fit a couch in there, you know, like, I'd be happy. Would you also need to get cable? Uh, no, just some running water, you know. Okay, yeah. a couch and running water and you're set. Yeah, man, you know. <laughs> Doesn't they, take much. Yeah, 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 I hear that, um, you know, moose fur makes a pretty nice couch. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe some paper and pencils to... Well, yeah, or... I Stretch your creative mind. You know, I could just use the cave walls, you know? Yeah. Yeah, bring it back to People the People come age. in and be like, yo, <laughs> we missed these. <laughs> just yeah. throw, throw everybody off. They were Neanderthals off. in this cave, too? It's <laughs> just, just JT. The modern cave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were very good at drawing animals. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what your artistic level is. No, I'm not very good at all. <laughs> <laughs> not as good as uh, Neanderthal or whoever... Whoever drew on caves, I'm not not a historian. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I, I definitely understand, you know, how little we really do need. And I, I feel like if if you're willing to let things go, you know, like especially familiarity and, you know, the people that surround you that love you. you yeah. Know, and, you know, go somewhere and start over, you know, it's, you're going to find, uh, new familiarity new people that you surround yourself to love you you know mm-hmm. and it's just um it, it doesn't take away from th- what you used to have you still have that when you go back you know if anything you're just adding to it yeah you know like i said broadening the horizon that's yeah. that's where i wanted to go with it <laughs> yeah because you now you know people from new york and mass and here yeah um networking i guess Something else yeah. that probably because it's an, I mean family networking, not job networking. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, of course. Like just people to people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I guess it's something similar to what I'm doing because I mean, like I still haven't left Connecticut, but trying to meet people. Uh, one of the one of my podcast episodes was done uh, with somebody who was from New Jersey and is currently living in Phoenix, Arizona. Okay. Yeah, but it was through Zoom. So how'd that go? Pretty well. This is my third episode. His name's Jonathan. Um, I think it's the only episode that I have that with of somebody that was outside of Connecticut. Is this your only it's, virtual uh, episode? 
No, I have another virtual episode. So I guess te- I actually don't remember where that guy was from. So he, that he could have been out of Connecticut too. Oh, okay. But um, no, nah, I mean, I definitely I, I love the you know the whole idea of your podcast, man. Like, cause as you know, as plain as the title is, it's true. You know, life is a story. And, yeah. You know, it's it, it's really uh, something to to think about. And we were having a discussion earlier about. Um, how each person's each person's living is an as an intricate life as you are, and I think this definitely uh, helps people put that idea into perspective. Yeah, it shines a light on it for sure. Yeah, because everyone has a different story to tell, and not only that, I found that um different people have different ideas on what exactly a story is and what it consists of. You know, because some people. Some people see a story as a night at a bar or or a Tinder date. Hmm. Some people see a story as like their actual life's journey. Some people see a story as their story, like what they're doing. I think that's the life's journey thing that I just said. Somebody told me a story about opening up a photography studio, and that story was... Like, it's over the course of a year or two. So there's so many different types of stories, different ideas of, like, what a story can be. Um, And I like that because even that brings each person's um, individuality into into the episode, which is which is the goal. I want I want each episode to feel a little different because I want it to reflect the the guest that I have because that's that's what this is about is uh it's getting to know people and understanding who they are what their their experiences and overall just like gaining wisdom from it which I think I I I respect the fact that you've up and traveled to different places because you your mind is going to it's gonna take in more it's, it's gonna have a better idea that people are different depending on where you go I feel like they people don't always have that idea. If you're just in one spot with the same job your entire life, your entire mindset's going to revolve around that area, that job, and you're not really going to be able to think out or see outside those walls that have been set up for you. You're going to like a bu- you're like in a bubble, I think. It's a good word to use. Um but you've now been lived in three different states. I mean, they all order each other. Four. And New Hampshire, Mass. Okay. But um, there are some different cultures in each of them. And you, you're you probably like picking up on the idea that, you know, people from Mass aren't going to behave the same way as people from New York. And they're going to have different views and different mindsets. Like each individual has their own ideas and stuff like that. But each state's going to have like a slightly different feel. Slightly oh, different yeah. No, it, 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 definitely. It's, um, it's interesting because I've picked up on uh, like there's a, a general like northeastern sort of uh code of conduct but within uh each state there are like variances and stuff like that yeah you know but i mean what's great about uh your show is that you you definitely get to to get like a, a a sort of snapshot into the human experience whether like you said it'd be somebody opening up a a photo uh photography studio photo studio or you know just me moving somewhere you know and starting mm-hmm. over you know it, it's it's definitely going to you know give people that sort of insight you know that you know not everybody uh is cut from the same cloth you yeah know? yeah exactly 
society like requires that we consume, especially American society, you know. Um, and I've recently realized that um, not only is it more fulfilling, but it's just um, fulfilling to to consume. No, no, no. So, to, it, 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 to create. To create. Oh, yeah. Rather than consume. You know? Yeah. Because in, in you know, this, you know, American wave of just rapid consumption, you know, we kind of lose a little bit of ourselves. And it's, mm-hmm. it's because we, we're basically taking pieces of other people and making them part of us in that consumption mm-hmm. when you create you're you're expressing yeah and you're kind of doing the opposite you mm-hmm. give it you're giving everybody a piece of you yeah you know and that's why i think you know this sort of work is so cool yeah 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 that's why like i've i've always wanted to create something i know like like since i've been like somewhat little but i've never known exactly what to create like I've tried making like screenplays. I've tried. Yeah, it's just there's so many different directions to go nowadays. Yeah. We we just have this you know bottomless you know information well. Yeah. Where it, it, it's like what what should I focus on? It's so overwhelming. Yeah. You know, and that was my problem for a long time. You know, especially getting out of high school. You know, I, I went to college for the first semester and it was like, oh, this is just more high school. What the fuck? You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I dropped out and just went straight to work. But, I mean, I, I didn't go to work with, you know, the idea of uh, of creating. It was more of, uh, I just want to make money so I can consume. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of the, the, uh, the veil that's put over a lot of people. You know, I'm glad that eventually I did find something like this, you know, that where I, I, I do want to create and I do want to put myself out there. Like, I, I really, really, really can't wait to start working, you know, with my voice more. You know, I, I just feel like, uh, you know, getting on the radio or just even, I'd be happy, you know, hawking Viagra pills, dude. Like, <laughs> being the voice of Viagra or something, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> just to to be like yeah you know like i i edited that you know like i i recorded mm. that you know that was my voice you know? yeah <laughs> just to say that you know yeah thank you for joining us for life is a story i'm taylor uh i'm jt jt now and we we learned a lot from it i think uh we had a few themes to take away from um if you are looking to be on the podcast you can uh hit me up on any of my social media uh pages uh, I got Facebook, Instagram, um, my tag at the number one, life is a story. You can also listen to me on any platform that you can stream podcasts. If you're listening to this podcast, you probably know how to listen to my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you for listening and thank you for joining me, JT. Yeah, thanks for having me, man.